0: The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented by Shady Rays. Go to ShadyRays.com, use code SGPN for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. We're also brought to you by the Golf Gambling Podcast, Made Stealth 2 Driver Giveaway. Head over to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash driver to enter today before the big drawing on April 8th. We're also brought to you by Baseball is F- Baseball Money is Fake podcast, our fantasy baseball podcast. Join Blake and Ryan three times a week and get all the player breakdowns and statistical data you need to dominate MLB. And we're back with part two of the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We are moving down this 13-game slate. We've got about seven more games to go. Next game up is in the Big Easy. The New Orleans Pelicans are playing the Sacramento Kings. Pelicans are laying four. Open up as one-and-a-half-point favorites. They're now laying four. 236 and a half is the total in this one. Injury report for these two teams. And for the New Orleans Pelicans, we have... Oh, wait, where did you guys go? There we go. Jose Alvarado and Zion Williamson are still expected to miss this game. They are not looking like they're going to return anytime soon. So pretty clean for them in terms of what they've been playing with. And for the Sacramento Kings, Malik Monk is questionable. And that's about it. All right, Scott, I'm going to throw it over to you. Who do you like here in Kings versus Pelicans?
1: So I'm going to go with the Pelicans in this one. Uh, The Kings are a team that clinched a playoff spot. Good for them. The problem is, A, they have not exactly played well lately, and B, I just roasted Philly for potentially not having any motivation because they're basically stuck in their current seeding. I don't think the Kings have much motivation either. They're not going to catch Memphis. They're going to be the three seed. It is what it is. You might see some teams starting to potentially tank some games late in the season so they intentionally get Sacramento in the first round, but that's a separate story. Sacramento stuck in the three, as far as I'm concerned, and New Orleans is in the play-in, or they're fighting out of the play-in, or what the Western Conference standings. I mean, you can move up three spots in a day. So I'm going to go with New Orleans here. They're very good at home. They played good basketball lately. Mostly Ingram, who's been an absolute lunatic the last couple games. He's been great. I'm going to take New Orleans. Very good home team that's playing well against the Kings team that lost at, to the Spurs as double-digit favorites last game at home. So the two games before that, they played Portland twice. So they're not Minnesota bad, but they're not, you know, that's not exactly an impressive group of wins there. Give me New Orleans. I just think they want it more, as cliche as that sounds. All right,
0: say. Of-
2: yeah, I'll, I'll push back a little on the, on the uh, motivation thing because if they lose out, which is quite possible with the schedule they have, they can – drop down to the four seed and also lose uh the division cha- the division title to the uh suns. The suns have a easier schedule the kings after this game they play so basically they have five games or four games left
1: oh, for the thought, record the kings are four up on the suns right now
2: the, don't, don't the uh sons have the tiebreaker
1: uh i believe so but i'm just saying technically the the suns are four games back
2: mm, so if they well i guess maybe so yeah okay so yeah, I guess that's right. But still, I'm pretty sure they want to play well. Uh they're not far back from the Kings, I mean from the uh Memphis Grizzlies also who had a horrible loss uh, over the weekend. But I think Sacramento comes to play here. Uh they're one of the only teams in the West to have a winning record on the road. They're 25 and 13 ATS on the road also. Um 24 and 14 straight up. Denver and the Clippers are at 500 on the road, but they're the only team in the West to have a winning record The five in the East that has a winning record on the road, but that just goes to show, I mean, offense travels, So I think the Pelicans are maybe a little bit overvalued here. They have covered seven of the last 10, uh, including four or five. I think of matchup wise and like stylistically, I think the Kings can be able to score at ease defensively. I mean, it's always a worry with, with defense, with, with the Kings, but outside of Ingram, I, I mean, they they haven't had much success. They've had lows, and I think the Kings can outscore them here. So, I like the Kings, uh, similar to a, a handicap of the Wolves game. I think that loss to the Spurs is kind of lingering over their heads. So, uh, I like the Kings plus the points here.
0: Okay. All right. I'm breaking the tie. I am going to go with the team that I feel like has looked better at home, and that's going to be New Orleans. And I think that, yes, the motivation factor is there. You have that aspect. I think that they have um, an opportunity to really, really limit Demonis Sabonis impact in this game with a strong performance by Jonas Valanciunas on the boards here give them extra possessions Brandon Ingram's been playing like a man possessed recently CJ McCollum actually looks like he's getting healthier with that hand injury that's been bothering him over the course of the year and ultimately I'm going to go with the team that I can expect to play some type of defense in this game I don't know what defensive effort I'm getting at all whatsoever versus with the Sacramento Kings but I know for a fact that at the very least I have Herb Jones and Dyson Daniels for New Orleans. And that's two more than I'm getting for this uh, Sacramento King. So I'm going to roll with the Pelicans here at home. Minus four. But By the way,
1: I don't know if you heard breaking news with the Pelicans. There is still no timetable for Zion Williamson's return.
0: Oh, wow. So there you go. All right. Totals at 236 and a half. I- Does anyone want to make a case for the under?
2: I do, kind of.
1: New I Orleans okay. defense has been good, but yeah, you like the Kings, top, so that's why. They're the top,
2: I... they're the top uh, defensive team in the, um, well, out of the last 10 games, defensive rating wise. First, they defend the three wheel, first in defending the three, so the Kings could have some trouble making threes. Um, I think the Kings are pretty much going to go inside because that's where the advantage lies. Pelicans, horrible at the rim, 30 at the rim percentage defense. Uh, so I think a lot of pick and rolls and a lot of attack in the basket is going to be. The game plan. Um and I mean the Kings they they could try to outscore the Pelicans. Cause I mean the Pelicans offensively, they don't have a lot of offensive firepower. It's just that, like you said, like both you guys said, Ingram's just been playing at another level. Um three of the last five for Sacramento went under, seven of the last ten for the Pelicans that went under. So I mean, I can make a case for it. I just I'll probably be I'll probably be on it to to be honest. What is it? What is it? Two
0: Let's see. It's what 236 and a half. I, I j I'll make it easy. Just give me Pelicans team total over.
1: Yeah, that was what I was gonna do.
0: <laughs> like I'll just make it easy. Give me the last three no, yeah. So the last four matchups, they have that one oh eight in uh that one oh eight in Sacramento. Then they have one thirty, and I think that was off of back to back, honestly. And then they have one thirty six, one twenty-three, one twenty-five. Like they they put up team put up points against this team. This Kings team isn't playing defense at all. If they the Kings are in it,
1: three in regulation to San Antonio
0: before, yeah. The so they get yeah, like, combined. I'm I'm good. If they're if the Kings are in it, they're probably scoring points. I I'll take New Orleans team total over. I think that's going to happen. I can't see too many scenarios where New Orleans doesn't get over. What is it? One seventeen.
1: Yeah, I like New Orleans over in that. And I do think that one difficult situation that Sacramento might run into, I know Fox is still a very good player. I'm assuming New Orleans is just going to throw Herb Jones on him and tell him make his life miserable the entire game. I kind of like the fact that New Orleans does have a very good on-ball defender that it could maybe somewhat keep up with Fox. It's almost impossible to fully keep up with him. But if you can limit him to some degree – I'm not sure the Kings have any good backup options to actually, like, pick up the scoring load because Fox is their main closer. I think Herb Jones will have a big defensive game, at least impact-wise. And if that's the case, I'm concerned about the Kings being able to overcome a potentially mediocre shooting night from Fox. All right. I'll say.
2: We talking about props? Yeah. Can we just up? Yeah, uh, I like Keegan Murray. I think it's a big Keegan Murray game. Him and Trey Murphy, uh, similar – Skill set. I think he'll be matched up with him on the the most part. So I like Keegan Murray over – let's see. I like him over his threes also. Um, His point total is at 12 and a half, so I like that. Probably try to get it up to 15-plus. He has three or four threes here. Uh, Also like Kevin Herter, over three and a half rebounds. Uh, Like I said earlier, the Pelicans, they don't rebound the ball well, specifically at the guard spot. I heard it's over this in four of the last six games, so I think he has another uh, decent night on the boards.
0: All right. For myself, I am going to go with when I get a line. And that last game I was talking about was not a back-to-back, so the Pelicans just didn't score that that go-around. Uh, I'm going with, is that his? No, that's the rebounds prop. I don't want the rebounds prop. I want the points prop. Where's his points pro there we go? Over 15 and a half points for Jonas Valanciunas. I think he is the X factor in this game in terms of getting some really good production against Savonis here, who uh not really, you know, the best defender. He had 19 in the previous matchup on the road. And in that blowout at home against the Pelicans, he had uh, how much? Did, no, he didn't play in that game, did he? No, he didn't even play in that pro out game. So he's has, he has 19 against them this season. I think that it's an opportunity where he likes to work in the post. And CJ McCollum likes to fold, to feed him in the post. And he calls for it. They give it to him and he go, you know, goes to work. So I like Jonas Valanciunas to have a really good day points-wise, 15 and a half. Uh, All right, I think that's enough of that game. Let's move on to Chicago because they are welcoming the Atlanta Hawks in essentially what is basically like commanding position to be in the play-in if you win this game. Chicago opened up as a minus one and a half point favorite. They are now at minus three and a half. 235 is the total injury report for these two teams. And we have here for the Chicago Bulls, Javante Green and Alex Caruso are both probable for the Atlanta Hawks. Trey Young is questionable with the illness and DeAndre Hunter is still out. So, Delante, the Hawks are a three-and-a-half-point road favorite coming off of that win at home against Dallas. What are you doing here?
2: Yeah, I probably just it with the Bulls or nothing. I don't trust Atlanta, especially after that performance they put up against, um, against Dallas. Dallas. They had Dallas buried. They let Dallas come back. Um, they failed to cover three straight games that is Atlanta inconsistency on both ends I actually kind of like them better if Trey's not even on the floor especially in this matchup um they've allowed 120 plus in four of the last five games uh three of the last five have went under but the totals have been mid to high 240s so if Chicago can keep them out of transition and, and put them in the half court I think they'll be able to do something here Chicago's covered seven of the last 10 uh 21 ATS at home uh they're excellent in the half court and transition as far as uh, offense, top 10 and points per possession on both sides of that. So I think the matchup favors Chicago here. I don't know if I trust them fully. Uh, I'll probably just bet a money line rather than laying the point. But I, I like Chicago to get a win here. I just don't know if they can win by margin.
0: All right. Scott, I'm about to come right back to you in a second, but I got to get us paid really quick and talk about Shady Rays and their independent sunglass company that offers a world-class product. They have insane protection of all their eyewear, where even if you lose or break your pair on day one, they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use promo code SGPN for 50% off and two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. That's ShadyRays.com. Promo code SGPN. All right, Scott, let's get back to you on the Atlanta Hawks and the Chicago Bulls. So,
1: I think for this one, I'm going to take the Bulls. Simply put, the Hawks, congratulations on beating the Mavericks at home. I'm proud of you guys. You know, (laughs) Charlotte was able to beat Dallas twice. You needed overtime, but I'm happy for you. Um, I still don't like how the Hawks have played. Trey has been horrible from the four, and he might not play, but... I think they might want him to not play, to be honest. I know that's going to sound harsh because he has had a double-double in three of the last four games. But I got to read off these shooting numbers for Trey. Um, 33.3% against Dallas. 25% against Brooklyn. 26% against Cleveland. He's made zero threes in the last two games. But he's going to keep shooting them because he obviously is going to keep shooting them. I I can't take Atlanta because Trey – really has lost his shooting touch and now he's bad on an illness so i hope he suits up because i like chicago but chicago at home they've played better lately and atlanta can't guard anybody and trey forgot how to shoot so i'm gonna go with chicago here i really really want to see beverly trash talk trey if he bricks his fifth 30 plus uh foot three pointer and i really want to see that match up with the trash talking but i'm gonna go chicago at home here I with Trey Young being this bad with his shooting efficiency, I can't back them on the road. And we know Atlanta's never really been a good road team. They're always better at home than on the road. Give me Chicago.
0: Yeah, so and this is the thing that's been over the past couple of years, not only just the road train, but the fact that when Atlanta are dogs it's either they went outright or they don't cover this number at all. There's not too many times that you see Atlanta cover the number and not get the win as a dog. So if you do like Atlanta, then you just like them on the money line. However, here I'm never telling you to just bet the money line on Atlanta to go win the game on the road, unless we're talking about Minnesota and that didn't even turn out right. Thank you a lot, Atlanta. So 17 and 22 against the spread on the road, 16 and 23 straight up. I think that this this is a really, really pivotal game, like a very, very pivotal mm-hmm. game in terms of the play-in race. And I'm just going to go with the team that I feel is a little bit more desperate and the team that looks like that they're trying to turn a corner since that Lakers game and play better basketball. So, I mean, a commanding thirty-point win against Charlotte—you're supposed to do that when you play Charlotte. You beat them by thirty, and then the resiliency that they had against the Timberwolves to go down twenty-plus points and be able to come back and win that game by twenty-plus. So, I absolutely like the Chicago Bulls here. I think they're playing the better ball, and this is the this is the on-off, on-off that we've had with Atlanta. Like they—they're you know a five-hundred ball club, and they're going to win one, they're going to lose one. That's what normally happens over the majority of the season. So. Atlanta also has not covered the last four games. So I'm on the Bulls here. Bulls minus three and a half. Total sitting at 235. Scott, how do you want to play that? So looking at the overall meetings this
1: season, you have seen a decent amount of points. Uh, just to look at the meetings here. First one went to overtime. Actually, the first meeting was high scoring, the other two were low scoring. But even the high score one went to overtime. I'm going to lean under in this one, mostly because... I don't know if Trey is going to just straight-up shoot them out of the game because he's been that bad from the floor. Atlanta had a high-scoring game against Dallas, but Dallas is in their own separate category on just inept defenses. Well, uh, uh, Chicago's been good defensively. They have 107 to Memphis, crazy second half comeback there, 91 to Charlotte, a uh, couple bad games defensively against the Lakers and the Clippers before that. But you're looking at the last two I've had meetings – Landed below 220. Actually landed below 219. I think 235 is a little bit high with Trey battling an illness and with the game so meaningful. I'm going to lean to the under here. This number just feels a little bit high. I thought about the over, but then I looked at the head-to-head numbers. I think this game probably finishes somewhere in the high 220s, low 230s. So a bit of a sweat there, but I think you'll get an ugly third, an ugly fourth quarter uh, with two teams that kind of need this game. I'm going to go with the under.
0: All right, say
2: Yeah, I like uh, I like that play a lot. I think the Bulls. I think naturally, if you like the Bulls, you have to like the under because it's going to be it's going to be played at their pace if they win the game. Um, the Hawks, like I said, they like to get out in transition. The Bulls can limit that, and I don't think the Bulls offensively are as good as they're are, are as good as they should be. Uh, I'll say that it seems like that DeRozan and Levine just can't put together consecutive games of them playing well at the same exact time. It's either one or the other or. You know, another like Vucevic or somebody, they all can't put together a consistency is basically what I'm trying to say. So I think the Bulls will play the game at their pace. Um, I think they'll control the clock. They'll control the glass to a certain degree. Uh, So I'd like the under here. All
0: right. If you think this game goes over, it's because Chicago scores 130 on them. Mm -hmm. I... And I'm going to co-sign you with the under, and I will take it a little step forward and give out an Atlanta team total under six one sixteen 116.5. Bulls have been playing better defense recently. And uh, you look at what they did to Memphis, who is a better, even in what they are right now and what, is, what I think is a team that's not playing well, they are a much better team defensively, I mean offensively, and they held them to 107. Charlotte, 91. If you hold any NBA team to 91, you're, you're getting your props. So I like that. couple of hiccups with the Lakers and the uh, Clippers, but that Lakers was the second time out after they just held them to 108. So three of the last five, I think that Chicago, this is a better uptick for their defense. We get the under 116.5 for Atlanta here. All right. Prop-wise, Delonte, what are you looking at?
2: Yeah, I'm going with my North Carolina brethren, Kobe White, over 11 and a half points. He's over in six of the last nine. He's been shooting the ball extremely well. Uh, he provides a little bit more offense, well, a lot more offense than Beverly, which is why Beverly's numbers or minutes has been going down in crunch time. So he's been out there with the closing unit with DeRozan and Levine. He also can play point guard, which he did at North Carolina. So that allows um, the pressure to come off of Levine and DeRozan as far as ball handling duties so they can get in their spots. Um the Hawks' defense have allowed four backup point guards to score 13 or more points in the last five games. So I think that bows will well for Kobe White to have a 15, 16-point uh, performance here. Another number that I thought was extremely low was uh, Bogdan, over 10 and a half points. He's over this in 11 of the last 13. Noah Hunter again, so that just increases his usage and his playing time. Um, he's been shooting the ball pretty well from deep. Uh, he'll probably get a lot of open looks from... You know, the dribble drives that DeJounte does, and if Trey plays. So I think that number is way, way short. That's probably one of my top three plays on the board today, uh, bogged on over 10.5 points.
1: All right, Scott. So my main play that I'm tempted by, I don't see a number available because they're waiting to see if Trey's going to play. And as a result, you can't exactly find Hawks props for some players. I like DeJounte over. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the exact line's going to be. But DeJounte scored at least 20 points in five of the last six games. He's had at least 25 in two of the last three. And we just talked about it. Trey Young's had an issue shooting. He's also sick. And I do think that DeJounte has really excelled over the last couple of weeks scoring the basketball. I like DeJounte over in points because of the uncertainty surrounding Trey, either with his status or just him not being able to shoot the damn ball. So give me DeJounte over. I think he's going to play well today. And you and Beverly's probably gonna get matched up on oh, then again, they also have Caruso. So yeah, I mean they both they've they're both uh, good defensive players. So I'm gonna go with DeJounte, though. I like what I've seen lately from him.
0: All right. Going I wouldn't say it's that far off the reservation. Andre Drummond over five and a half rebounds at minus one oh four. Okay. So he has seven minutes in the last game. Okay, bet. In those seven minutes, he still had three rebounds. All right. Let's look at the six game, five games prior to last game. 14 minutes, 14 minutes, 18 minutes, 13 minutes, 17 minutes, 11, 8, 8, 8, 12. If he gets the minutes, he's getting the rebounds, especially against the Akangwu. Okongwu, yeah, Akangwu. So I I like the. Uh, uh, Andre Drummond to be able to get it done here on the boards over five and a half. If they're foolish enough to allow me to ladder that I will ladder that, but I, like that. I think that's one of my favorite plays of the day is if he gets the minutes, he's getting the boards. So over five and a half at minus one Oh four is a gracious price.
1: Just to read off his numbers in the season meeting. So far, they've played three times. The last meeting Drummond only played three minutes. I'm not sure why Uh second to last meeting played 15 minutes, had 11 rebounds. Meeting before that, had
0: 16 minutes and nine rebounds. Uh, it's, it's, if he gets the minutes, he's he's killing them on boards. I mean, even if
2: he do, even do if do doesn't. I mean, he had, 13, he had 13 minutes at 11 boards. 14 minutes, 8 boards. 17 minutes, 8 boards. 12 minutes, 8 boards. 16 minutes, 12 boards. That's like five of the last six games. So I, I like that play a lot. I what, what I just
0: said? <laughs> yeah. literally the stats
2: i just dropped yeah yeah no no i'm just saying like that, that was the stat you just i thought you were reading off, i thought you
0: were reading no off his. i literally just said those exact same stats oh really <laughs>
2: damn what was that <laughs> like
0: what i'm yeah. saying you like i know he's not reading the exact same thing i just said no damn, no yes I I, no no i get it though it is a really good stat i think yeah. Drummond, it's a really good look for drumming today so that's yeah, one of my damn, favorite okay. plays of the day i'll be on andre Drummond to get it done over five and a half boards if i can find uh adjusted prices and juice them up, I will be looking to do that.
1: Terrell, I don't know what you think, but I think that if Drummond gets the minutes, he should go over this number. There we go. Oh, yeah. wow. Wow. I have well make no
0: idea. We'll make it a three. I uh, didn't think of that two. at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Almost <laughs> a zone down. Yeah. Like, what? like, bro, is he really about to say? Okay. Oh, the Denver shit. Nuggets are going to Houston to play Houston Rockets. Nuggets are laying nine. Open up as 11-point favorite. They're now down to nine. 230 and a half is the total. Injury report here. And for the Denver Nuggets, Jokic is questionable. Jamal Murray is probable. And for the Houston Rockets, I have Shante is out. All right. It moved down two points. I guess that's saying that this questionable for Jokic is looking more like a doubtful.
1: Well, they bought him an extra game because they beat Golden State. So yeah. they didn't lose it, any ground in the standings. And, you know, they might be able to beat Houston without him anyway. I'm assuming Jokic is not going to play.
2: What's the injury designation for Jokic?
1: Is it his calf? Calf. just the calf. He's got MVP runner-up-itis. So yeah, not <laughs>
0: That's really... That's what I low-key think it is, but I ain't want to say that because people would have said I'm hating on Jokic. But I mean, like... I mean, at this point, like
1: he's—he's he's not he one really, of the MVP. He's, he's missing too many games down the stretch. It's
0: not. Gonna yeah, happen. and you don't. And what he about him not Have him? anything to play for? Like him and Embiid, don't they
2: have somewhat of the same games played? Because Embiid don't know Mr. Stretch. Yeah, no, no, they
0: but,
1: do. But my point is, since people thought they were neck and neck in the first place, and Jokic is not playing much in the final couple of weeks. He is not exactly putting his best foot forward. Truth sure is, Giannis might sneak in and win this damn thing based on how oh the last gosh. couple of weeks of gone. But yeah. oh uh-huh. it's a possibility. Just saying. But the point is, Jokic, based on. Kendrick how Perkins did say
0: lately. he's he's submitting his vote for Giannis. He already did call on air and say that he's submitting his.
2: vote. Yeah, for Kevin for O'Connor him. did too. Said Giannis is his number one.
0: Wow. Yeah, so he also it. said. Killian Hayes was the number 1 prospect in that way cl- in that
1: uh, draft class. So that's uh,
2: I mean as 2020 though. <laughs> I'm just saying I, I I don't
1: mind KOC but that's like an all-time cold take picking Killian Hayes to be the number 1 draft pick and him being Killian Hayes. That's kind of yeah. a problem. But so, anyway, the point is Jokic he said beforehand he doesn't care about winning MVP. I kind of believe him, to be honest, just because of the fact that he's not. He's standing. got two in a row. That's what I'm saying. So I don't Jokic him. only cares about the playoffs. He, I don't think he's going to play much down the stretch. So I think he's going to be basically eliminated indirectly from MVP contention. But he's not going to play.
0: You can't. But what you cannot do is you cannot not play these games and then not have a good run in the playoffs. That is yeah. what can absolutely not happen. So if you're getting. But it makes sense to prioritize. Yeah, it does. And I'm just if you're getting the rest, Jokic, just make sure you're good in the playoffs because you cannot be bad in the playoffs and give up, you know, your chance at MVP 2. That's going to really, really suck. So I'm just going to we're all on Houston plus 9 here. I probably will not pass. Do you want to
1: make a case for that or just because you think Jokic is not going to play? So yeah, jump and, in now. and
0: just the fact of one, we still all agree that this Nuggets team without Jokic is probably one of the worst teams in the league. But we also agree that, that there was a get a get up spot for Golden State. Off ever like almost that is the main reason that Jokic is getting MVP looks is because you look at every single metric of this team and they're close to the bottom when the,
1: the on played. off numbers are insane with Jokic. So
0: and yeah. so I mean they had their get up moment for Golden State. So you're gonna go get up at for a game at Golden State and then go and get up again and give me four good quarters of basketball versus the Rockets on the road. After getting wasted so. at the
2: national championship game last night? I don't think so. With horrible the... seats. You see those seats that they had? No, I didn't. Check that out when you get a chance.
1: Wait, Plus, who was getting wasted at the championship game?
2: Uh, the Nuggets team was there last night. They were at the championship game. Uh, Jamal Murray had posted something. He's like, they're in like the nosebleeds.
1: <laughs> like, I'll send I'm trying to back. think if anybody on the team actually went to
0: Connecticut. Uh, I mean, hey, hey, somebody could have went to San Diego State. I, nobody there's did. not many like, there's players. Nobody <laughs> did, <laughs> but, <laughs> they yeah, but they could have. Yeah, but
2: a few of them were at the game last night uh, watching, so they're probably not taking them as serious, obviously.
0: Yeah, all right. This Rockets are bust for me. Uh, this is a letdown spot. Uh, total's at 2.30 and a half. I'm going go. to... No, go ahead, Scott. Now, while y'all think about I'll give y'all a second to think about that because I definitely forgot to get us paid by sword vitality because man, looky here. If you're having issues with impotence, it's okay. It happens to a lot of people. But you don't want you don't have to have a dull sword. You can have a sharp pointy sword that can go toe to toe with anybody and all you got to do is stop trusting the gas station pills and log into sword vitality and get you something that is going to help you one last longer two improve the drive you're going like come on come on so don't don't go out there with the freaking larping cardboard sword no no get you a scythe Get you something that is going to go. And Sword Vitality is going to make sure you're there. Visit swordvitality.com. Use promo code SGPN for a nice discount at checkout. That's swordvitality.com. Promo code SGPN. Unsheath your sword. All right. Scott, I'll let you go ahead and talk to your thought process on this 230 and a half.
1: So I think I'm going to lean under. I I have a hard time judging anything based on the first three meetings because Jokic is probably not going to play, and that throws a wrench in everything. Golden State can't guard anybody, especially on the road, and Denver only scored 112. I'm going to look at the under here. I think it will be a lower-scoring game. I like Houston on the money line in this game. I think Denver had their get-up game against Golden State. I think they're going to completely no-show this game. I think Houston has a great chance to win it. Uh, which says a lot because I just say Houston has a great chance to win a basketball game, which doesn't happen that often. I like the spot for the Rockets. I I think that Jokic is going to be out, and I think that we saw especially down the stretch of that Warriors game. The Nuggets did enough to hold on, barely. They basically did everything they could to lose the game, but Clay missed a couple threes at the end. I'm going to go with the Rockets, and I'm going to go with the under- I just think Denver's going to have an uglier game than people anticipate. Delonte mentioned that they were at the championship game with some bad seats, so they might have been drinking (laughs) some frustrations because they couldn't see the game. I'm going to go with the under and the Rockets in this spot.
0: All right, Latte.
2: Yeah, I don't hate it. Um, I'll probably be on the under also with Scott. I don't think that they'll be revved up offensively uh, to put on a performance against a team who's probably in tank mode, has been in tank mode for the longest of anybody in the Western conference other than the Spurs. So uh, I won't bear repeating what Scott said. I did that enough today already. So I'll just go with the under.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't really have any thoughts. I'll go under with y'all. My thoughts here are, and I'm waiting for these idiots to stop being scared and give me the number that I so desperately want to see. But, Great value Jokic is playing with Jokic. Probably not. Oh, wow. (laughs) Ha ha. Great value Jokic is playing with Jokic on the sideline watching this game more than likely. Or Jokic could potentially be playing in this game. Either way, I still like it. Give me Shangun double double at plus 140. His triple double is at 90 to one right now. 90? 90 to one. I feel right like his now. assists have been horrible on, Fan on FanDuel right now. He's okay. at 90 to 1.
1: I was going to say, I know Porter and Green since they came back, Shangun's assists have naturally fallen off a cliff, but mm-hmm. 90 to 1 is 90 to 1. Like, I'm not going to tell you that's a
0: dumb play. Yeah, no, I, I'll take my chances with 90 to 1. I mean, come on, it's great value, Jokic playing against, you know, this is Jokic with regular cable playing against Jokic with DirecTV. I I mean, I got to take my chances. All right. Delonte, what do you like prop wise?
2: I like Jalen green, um, over his, uh, points. I think he has a good game against nuggets defense who struggles against guards, especially athletic guards. Jalen green's first step is outrageous. Um, so I think he has, you know, a big 28, 29 point game tonight. Outside of that, uh, somebody put in the chat, Aaron Gordon, double, double. I don't hate that at all. Um, I just don't know if he'll be able to get the rebounds. Um, So that's the only thing that worries me. So I'll lean that way. But the one I do love is Jalen Green over his point total.
0: All right, Scott.
1: So I thought about maybe taking a next man up approach with Jokic being out. I don't see odds on it yet, though, but I want to look up his minutes because I'm curious how many minutes Thomas Bryant has played the last couple of games uh, just to see how he looks. Yeah, he only played 14 minutes against the Pelicans. He hasn't really done much, so I think I'm out on Brian. He also hasn't played the last two games. And I'm not. there's no chance I'm taking DeAndre Jordan double-double in 2023. I'm just not doing that. (laughs) So I don't don't have much uh, for that angle. I do agree with Jalen Green. Maybe Porter, if you want to go for assists, he might be worth a look for a triple-double. He's had a couple here and there. I think he had one a couple weeks ago. I maybe wouldn't mind that one. I don't know what his odds are on triple-double for Porter. I check if that, it's please. north of like 40 to one, maybe I'll consider it, but it's probably going to be closer to like 25. But I'm trying to think of what else I actually like. Do you take like Michael Porter Jr. threes? Do you take, J- uh, well, do you take Jamal Murray threes?
0: OK. I don't see a number for Kevin Porter triple double, but his double double was at plus six fifty. Now you heard what I said. The odds for Shangoon was now granted. Shangoon has an easier path to a double double. It's easier to get rebounds than assists. But I mean, Kevin Porter's triple double price—if they drop it—should be up there because plus six fifty for a double double is not, you know, man. That's, that's I like that play right there for sure. I like so, the six
1: fifty for double double anyway, but a triple double—I think it's worth a flyer for a guy that yeah, actually has triple double recently.
2: So absolutely. it's a book that's hanging. 18 and one for his triple double
0: 18 no. in this economy
2: but no. but listen okay so i don't know if this is a mistake but Fanduel has him at 95 who yeah Porter a triple
0: double 95 to one mm, i don't see it it must not be in my state i don't i don't see i don't see it
1: either i'll uh, screenshot
0: it and send it to you guys yeah. wait so
1: you're making that's kevin that's not michael correct mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Kevin. <laughs> okay. that's Just Kevin. making sure. Just making sure because there are two points in this game. I wanted to yeah. make sure that, you know, there wasn't yeah. an act, a mistake there temporarily. But yeah, yeah uh, I mean, I don't I'm sure it could be a mistake. I don't know. I'm looking offshore. I'm trying to see if I could find anything else. But I, that's worth a flyer. Like, if, if I'm picking Houston to have a shot to win this game outright and we're all picking Houston to cover, then somebody's going to have to have a, a pretty solid game here. I found offshore, I found 64 to 1. Like 64-1, 90-1, whatever you can potentially find, that's worth of flyer to me. I'll, uh-huh. I'll take that with Porter, uh-huh. but that, that double-double I don't mind either because Denver defensively is not great. You can argue that might be better defensively without Jokic. I know that that's going to be an argument Terrell might make, but Porter Jr., I think, I think that Kevin Porter's got a decent amount of assist opportunities. Double-double's the safer option. Triple-double's fun. Give me triple-double at potentially 90 something to one if i can confirm that the screenshot is not uh doctored and it's legitimate
0: so because <laughs> uh, i'm saying i'm like where do you see this at uh, on, all see. right all right uh there's a lot of value in this game jesus christ yeah. okay let's move on we got four games left two might be quick i know for a fat one is gonna well no it might not y'all might have something else to say all right the Portland Trailblazers are going to play the Memphis Grizzlies. Grizzlies are laying 17 and a half, actually opened up at 18. Now it's at 17 and a half. 228 and a half is the total there. Come down five points. Injury report for the Portland Trailblazers. All the usual suspects are out Simons, Grant, Nurkic, Dame, Little, Nazir Little is also out. That is an addition. Uh, you have Cam Reddish, Matisse Thybulle, and Trenton Watford that are questionable. John Butler Jr. is questionable as well.
1: There is no way they have 10 actual players with all the people <laughs> you just mentioned,
0: right? I Don't think so. Yeah, holy crap. It's all right. Bad. Dylan Brooks is questionable <laughs> for what it's worth. And Zaire Williams is going to be out, is still. Still no Steven Adams sighting. Not even heard good news from Steven Adams camp yet. So we'll see. About I'm assuming will some playoff games. Yeah, he's going to be out, yeah. out for a while. All right. I, I just went ahead. I said it early that I just think Memphis just doesn't care. And there's no way I'm laying 17 and a half with this Memphis team. And I think they don't care. Even though Portland is as bad off as they are. They probably do uh memphis first quarter i i am fairly confident that memphis is up by at least 10 in the first quarter now do they give up towards the rest of the game we'll see but at the very least i trust that they'll be up double digits by the first quarter give me memphis first quarter over first quarter minus five and a half but i will reluctantly take portland's plus 17 and a half for the game scott over to you what are you doing
1: So I'm going to lean to Memphis in this one. Uh, I understand your points that they might not care. I can understand that. They're still very good at home. It was such an awful second half against Chicago. I actually think they might be motivated for this game just because of how bad they played. And Portland, they won a game. I can only imagine how badly Chauncey Billups got yelled at by the GM that they won a game while they're trying to lose every game. Portland might go into overdrive and tank this game. Like It would not surprise me. They won a game. They lose this game by 30, and Memphis buries them because Memphis – they were killing Chicago, and they stopped playing in the second half. I see Ja triple doubles at 10-1. to I think he could put up a big stat line if he doesn't get benched immediately in the second half when they're winning by a lot. I think Memphis at some point in this game will be up 20, and I think that they're going to cover. I'm going to lean Memphis at home. They're just a very good home team. But after Portland won a game, I think that they're going to once again kick it into we ha- we're we going to lose. Like it's go We're going to lose this game to secure a better draft pick. It's going to happen. I think Memphis wins by 30.
0: All right. Not safe.
1: Yeah, I'm with you, Scott.
2: Uh, I think after that performance in the second half, um, I think they come out firing. I'm also with you real. I like them early. So I'll probably end up splitting the unit on the first quarter, first half, and probably putting, like, no pizza money on the full game probably won't go big but the first quarter first half then they come out and blitz uh portland i don't think they have the depth to be able to to withstand some of the things that the grizzlies want to do so uh, i like memphis here first quarter first half rather than full game but i'll be on all three
1: all right do you have any thoughts on that jaw triple double because i'm i
0: feel like if he plays 30 minutes he's getting it but yeah, I don't I know if he's, he's going to play, play a lot. thirty minutes. Yeah, I don't think he's going to play a lot. That's the problem. I've seen I've seen Ja get a triple double in three quarters, so I'm fine with it.
1: Do you think there's value at ten to one despite a built-in I don't say certainty, but basically a certainty that he's he's going to be missing some minutes because they're going to be up by a
0: lot. I wouldn't play it straight up, but. If I'm going for some type of parlay and I want something that's going to really, you know, help juice it, that 10 to 1 is really going to help. So I I parlay it, but it's not it's not worth it for me to just bet it straight up. I'm good. I think Josh should be getting a better price than that. Uh, 228 is the total 228 and a half. I'll just go team down. total over. I
1: feel like yeah, we're going to yeah. be on the same page here. I don't think Portland <laughs> can score. I don't yeah. mind taking a Shaden Sharp over because he's the only player on the team that's actually going to play like 40 minutes. And he's, he's the most blowout-proof player in the league. Guy's playing 40 minutes, and they're down 40 in the fourth quarter. Guy's going to play all the minutes. I don't mind his over, especially if Brooks doesn't play. I thought about maybe taking a flyer. I don't know if it's going to work out or not. May's double-double for Portland... He had nine assists last game against Minnesota. I, maybe that's worth a look. I, I I doubt I could find a price on that now, but it, it might be in like the 15 to one range or something uh-huh. crazy. He had nine, he had nine assists last game. Like, I think that's a decent value play that you're chucking out there. We mentioned the, the injury report. Portland might not have enough players to pull starters if they're down 30 in the fourth quarter (laughs) i think Mays has a decent path to get over his assist number here that would be my secret long shot play for
0: a double double all right any other props you like lancé
2: i think uh scott hit it on the head especially with Jaden sharp Um, that's the only other player that i would look at um it's
1: 23 and a half like he might play 40 minutes
2: yeah, I mean, he's been over in uh in six of the last seven games. It's putting up about 18 field goal attempts, so the volume's going to be there. Um, so I have no doubt that he'll definitely be on the cusp of at least, you know, getting at least 25, 26 in this game.
1: By the way, Mays double doubles roughly 14-1. to 1.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't mind right. a flyer there.
0: That's yeah, I like it. <sighs> oh, gosh. That game just put me to sleep. All right next game on the slate here's something to wake me up the los angeles lakers are traveling to utah to play the utah jazz minus nine for the lakers on the road 237 and a half is the total injury report here and it's a doozy because for the los angeles lakers lebron james is questionable as always d'angelo russell and anthony davis are probable as almost always. And for the Utah Jazz, Laurie Marketing is questionable. Colin Sexton is questionable to make a return tonight. If he does return, he should have a minutes restriction coming off the bench. THT will still be getting the start. Rudy, Go- Rudy Gay. I keep saying Rudy Gay. Jesus Christ. Rudy Gay and Jordan Clarkson are both out. And Walker Kessler is pretty done for the season with the concussion. So he's not going to be playing anymore this year. Uh, Well, maybe he'll play if they make playoffs. But in terms of this week, yeah, he's pretty much done with that concussion. I
1: watched him play last night on UConn. Uh, Klingon, I believe, is his alternative name.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. I mean, it's super duper easy here. I mean, we'll see if anybody else wants to buck the train. You're a system play, man. So. Yeah, I'm not bucking the trend here. And I said I said it yesterday that I, this was going to be the game they win, and they're going to come in here, and they're going to beat the Lakers on the road. Lakers are laying a really big number, nine here. I expect one. I know for a fact the Jazz are going to compete all the way in the fourth quarter, so I feel good about a cover. And I like my chances to get out right here against the Lakers. So Utah plus nine. Utah on the money line, 30-12-1 as a dog this season. I think – home dog they're like what is it something crazy i don't know i gotta look yep. it up but scott are you are you sticking with, with my guys or are you going to get some
1: i think uh I, I really think the lakers might kill this team but i can't mess <laughs> with the general principle play i'll go with utah why not
0: oh okay we got but another like the one.
1: utah plus nine i do have serious concerns about their defense though with the zone that they play I like LeBron triple-double again. He just had one against Houston. Uh-huh. AD's been a machine, which means he's due for a potential letdown game because I haven't bet on him since he's had this resurgence. And when I bet on him, he <laughs> immediately has 15 points. Uh-huh. But Utah has no real paint defense now because Kessler was their saving yep. grace. And now he's not there. And you're going to be <laughs> throwing in as a Buki, maybe a little bit of a Linick. I don't mind a Linick double-double props or something with rebounds because somebody's going to have to rebound the ball. Davis should have a good game. LeBron triple-double, I'm tempted by. But I think Utah will find a way because they always find a damn way. They they never die. So I'm going to go with Utah plus nine. I'll lean that way. I'm not going to bet it, but I'll lean that way. I am looking at LeBron assists, and I am looking at 80 points because I do think at the end of the day, with the awful defense Utah plays, the Lakers could score 120 once again, but I am going to go with – uh, the props that I mentioned before. I, I just think that you'll see the Lakers have a
0: pretty solid offensive game. All right. So Lotte, are you yes. going with your Lakers or my jazz?
2: Yeah, I'm probably going with the Lakers here. Uh, Scott led me in the right direction with the paint presence. The, the Lakers should be able to get what they want to paint. They're already a top five uh, paint offense in the NBA. Without Kessler there, not much resistance. Uh, they've been playing extremely well, One and covered four the last five. Scored 120 plus in three straight games, offense and defensive rating top ten over the past ten games. So they've been extremely impressive to the eyes. Um, The Jazz are just—they're really good as a dog. 19 and 18, 19, 18 and one ATS at home. So uh, a little bit of you know regularity there. I don't trust their defense, like Scott said. I think the Lakers bombs away from three, especially if Russell was in and healthy. Uh, against that zone. So I, I like the Lakers here to, to get it done by double digits. Sorry, real.
1: I would uh, agree with you, but you, I can't even explain how Utah's covered the spread as a dog this entire season. I can't even explain it. I'm, I'm just going to blindly f- assume they find a way. I don't know. Hey,
0: man, I, I don't blame you. Some things aren't meant to be understood. You just play, you just do it. And Rale
1: mentioning a THT revenge game. Is this the oh, game yeah. where THT goes for 30 and then Utah somehow covers
0: Maybe. has he even had THT three straight
2: double, games thirty? He's THT had a four double,
0: double double. Yeah, I don't see his props though. Double double price for THT. What do you see on it? Oh, I don't. I don't see it. But it, it, he's gonna get a double double.
1: I That's wouldn't mind why. points, just because I think he's gonna. There's there's one point he's gonna try to take LeBron off the dribble, and I'm just gonna <laughs> laugh my ass off. But it's gonna happen. Is he gonna hit him um, with the two ball? Oh, let me see if I could find uh, the too small. I don't know. Maybe. I feel like that's kind of overdone. But if Beverly can do it on LeBron, I feel like anyone will do it on LeBron. Let me 21 just and me half. see if I could find anything on Horton Tucker. Double and a
2: half for his points. Is, uh, it's, it's minus 120. Like pretty yeah. much consensus. I don't
1: see much there. I don't it's
0: see double don't see double 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 is plus 420. So okay. take that as you wish. On to. Oh, well, I mean, does anybody even like a play on total? But is it over? It's just all, it's got to be. I'm not taking it I like the jazz. Yeah, it's the over. Yeah, I like all right. over. All right. Oklahoma City Thunder are on the road playing the Golden State Warriors. Golden State open up as a six point favorite. They're now an eight point favorite. 242 and a half is the total here. OKC is healthy. And Golden State is still missing Wiggins, but he'll be in the building. I mean, Is this just the Golden State kid right spot at home? Or does OKC be the road dogs that we know they are? You said OKC
1: is healthy, but they still aren't winning games. Lost to Charlotte, barely beat Detroit, lost to Indiana, and then they lost to Phoenix. So they still haven't won many games. Total in this one's 242.5. I am shocked it's this low. I am shocked that 242.5 is a a low total. I love the over in this game. They've played three times this season, Each meeting's had at least 248. Each of the last two meetings broke 250, and the last meeting broke 260. I'm all over the over. I see a bunch of points in this game. I think you'll see a track meet, and and I think that this is a great same-game parlay type game. Curry might go for 40. Clay might go for 30. Shea might go for 40. I like the overs all over the place. I like the over. I really don't trust Golden State. I don't want to lay the eight because I know I'll get a better line mid-game. Mm-hmm. I will get a better line at some point mid-game, and I, I I could pull the trigger then. So I don't really have a thought on the side. I think I maybe consider leaning OKC, but I can't because of how bad they've been. Just give me the total. I'm going to take the
0: over. All right, I'll take.
2: Yeah, I like the Thunder here. I'll probably do the same um, thing with you, Scott, but I'll, I'll uh, take the eight and a half or eight, whatever it is right now. I mean, so with the Warriors... Sp- People just keep saying, "Oh, when they get Wiggins back, when they get Wiggins back." But do they not remember what the Warriors looked like with him? They look exactly the same.
0: The well, were. that well, the lineup of Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Draymond was like one of the best lineups in the league when they were all yeah, on the court. It, 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 so, were, in they're they're their defense, they though. had that. It was just the bench wasn't giving them anything.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, so that's going to change. I don't think it's going to change with him. But Wiggins back. is
0: not playing in this game.
2: Yeah, no, no, I, I know. I'm just saying. Like, I just don't get. They're acting like Wiggins is like Steph Curry or or somebody who's coming. I mean, back to the we TV. don't. Well, we uh, NBA I feel
0: like you're, you're, it's a little too much Wiggins disrespect going here. Going. He on was here. NBA Finals
1: MVP runner up, so I have to at least point out his significance I, I, on the court.
0: was the run. was the Finals MVP.
2: So I mean, I, I don't put much weight. He did play well. I'll give him that. He played well in the in the finals and throughout. Throughout but he's he's, kinda, he's
1: what Golden State needs because they have nobody yeah. can guard anybody on the perimeter. Yeah, like he's. I mean, a, but I, I've seen him arguably play. the we, best we defender. See. He's a a willing scorer. Like I think it's some, not... I think both of you are right to some degree. on meeting in the middle. I don't think Golden State's good. I've said it several times, and they've been good lately because they've had an easy schedule and they have these fourth quarter runs where they blow the other team out, but they play with their food for three quarters. They don't look good out there, but I do agree with Terrell that having Wiggins back eventually will help out the defense. But is he going to need games to ramp up? Like I don't, Gold, they can't win a road game now. Luckily for them, they're at home. But I don't think Golden State's a very good team. They've really killed the Thunder in Golden State in years past. They won the only home game by like twenty-seven this year. I, I once again, my favorite plays the over. I'm gonna stay away from the side. But I think if you do like Golden State you can get a better number in-game. I'm assuming you can at some point.
0: Yeah. I still mm. like going to state minus eight, and I'll take the over as well. Props. Any, anybody in one I'm just going to say. I'm,
1: I said I like the over and everything. I mean, are we taking loony rebounds because yeah. OKC cannot rebound the ball? Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. have much else. Giddy yeah, triple-double yeah. night? Question mark?
0: Who's that? triple double? Giddy? Is it a Giddy triple-double like watch double. party? Mm, yeah, I don't Man.
1: I don't hate that. I could be talked into a double. Okay.
2: Mm, I don't
1: hate that. Curry might go for 40. That's that's my main thing. Yeah, he,
2: he actually had 40 in the last matchup. Yeah, that's so what I'm I saying. It that. wouldn't yeah, surprise me if he either. goes for 40 mm-hmm. again.
1: I can't tell if Terrell froze or if he's thinking. Or he's having a staring contest with himself. I
2: don't
1: know. I think he froze. Yeah. Okay.
2: okay. <laughs>
1: uh yeah. Uh do you, have well, ref stats? Do you have ref stats in front of you by any chance?
2: No, I don't. I don't.
1: Okay. Well, to read off the refs for that game, you have Courtney Kirkland as the crew chief, Carl Lane, and Nate Green. I don't have the stats behind that, but those are the three I think refs. Nate Green is
2: more of an over-ref, if, if I'm not mistaken.
1: See, the thing is, we I know that uh, Terrell and I last week were trying to mention keeping tabs on it. I'll be honest, I didn't keep any tabs on it, but I really am curious what the breakdown is between the side refs and the crew chief. Like, I'm assuming the crew chief, that's really the only trend that matters, so that's the most impactful ref because they'll determine what you can focus on game in and game out. So I don't really have much in terms of my takeaways for that. I just like the over anyway because doesn't 242 and half just feel low for the three games we've seen between these teams?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think so. Both teams top three in pace. Um, I don't think the, the Warriors' path to victory is is running and gunning. They, they can't play a half-court,
1: slow-paced game. because That's I mean, the that's, Thunders' the exact style, too. Ex-
2: exactly. So it, they both well for each other. They play right into each other's hands. Now, the Thunders, they, they haven't covered or played well as of late. Um, two and eight ATS the last 10, and they haven't covered in six straight games against a soft schedule. Now, I will agree Golden State is still decent at home, but I mean, I just can't trust him land this amount of points. And it's going to be a wide variance game with all these points being scored. I think we both agree it would probably get up to 250, 255, you know, so.
1: Yeah. And according to uh, Darrell in the comment section, thank you, uh, Kirkland is 37 and 20 to the under. Mm -hmm. Average point total of 224.2. Yeah, we're just going to choose to ignore because that doesn't fit our narrative, and we're just going to lean to the over. Is that right?
2: Yeah, but I mean, it, that, those are low. Really, those really are. Low.
1: I, I have to yeah. at least point that out. That that's. Yeah. Thank you for telling me that, Terrell. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Okay, welcome back, Terrell. Uh, how you doing? Am I back? Yeah, you're back. Yeah. what's up? Okay. Hey, yeah. Um, they're clearly telling me that we need to go ahead and end this podcast. So, <laughs> are we on the last game of the slate still?
1: Yeah. Uh, no, we're about to get into the Spurs and Suns
0: oh that's a lot okay all right appreciate it thanks San Antonio Spurs are traveling to play the Phoenix Suns S- Suns are laying 19 236 and a half is the total that's come down half a point between these two teams the injury report you have Kelton Johnson is doubtful Zach Collins questionable Devin Vassell Jeremy Sohanis are both out Romeo Langford is doubtful as well and for the Phoenix Suns wow guess what everybody's playing it's so simple are the Suns gonna blow out the Spurs or not
1: they should, but 19 and yeah.
0: half's a lot. Uh, a lot. You know
1: what? I'll lean San Antonio because why not? I'm not laying 20 in the NBA. I don't care who's on your team. I'm not laying 20. So I'll lean to San Antonio. They were competitive against Golden State. They ended up covering in the end. I was on the wrong side, but at least for the opening line. But they hung in there for three quarters. They beat Sacramento. Maybe they have some confidence. Like, I, I don't know. But I don't want to lay this with Phoenix. If Phoenix wins by 40, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not going to bet this. But on principle, I'm not going to come out here and lay 19.5 in the NBA. So I'm going to lean to the Spurs.
0: Yeah, I'm 100% going to lay 19.5 in the NBA. I just don't care. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's Cool. I, yeah, I'll,
2: I'll pass. If I had to, I, I'd lay it with the Suns also.
0: And... I'm hoping they get more. And it's a huge spread. So we just go under, right?
2: I'll take the team total over.
0: Okay. All right. I mean, if anybody wants to try their luck with a prop, you can. I can't even. Malachi Brandon really hurt my feelings getting 15 when his his line was at 15 and a half the other day. So um, my feelings still kind of hurt from that. I'm trying to think of which prop.
1: bench player you want to pick because you're hoping that there's just a trickle down of minutes since the starters might not play much. Do you go like Terrence Ross and just hope he just hits a couple threes? Like I, yeah, I don't. Yeah,
0: or uh, don't uh, give me give me some T.J. Warren. Give me the Mamu over in points.
1: <laughs> He's aggressive <laughs> know, on the boards. You know, know we, we always criticize Aiton for being soft, and I think that Mamu can actually take it to him a little bit. And I think that he could end up scoring. Could also shoot a little bit from the outside. I like Mamu as a player. Like I, the more I watch him, the more I kind of like him. He's got an energy to him on a bad team that I, I kind of, I find kind of refreshing. I think he's at a decent spot in this. So I don't mind Mamu over. Is it because he has a tennis name? No, I mean I remember him at Seton Hall, but no, I, I just think that he's a decent bench big man that's a, a bit underpriced.
2: So.
1: Yeah, that's fair. So Mamu down. Ginobili is a hell of a nickname that I have to patent. That's just good stuff
0: lock and dog time Delonte start us off what are you doing here
2: yeah man this is one of the it's one of the tougher shows to pick one so I like uh, for the lock I'm going with the Philadelphia 76ers playing two at home for the dog I'm going with Orlando plus the five at home
0: again plus the five is not a dog well, what is, you know, is that
1: a half and half with the money
0: line or like, what, he's, what are we doing here he, he he's trying to get out of saying money line he's trying Not, to avoid uh, saying one, the word money line 175 there we go money line all right there we there go you. i will come in here with all right utah miami or system so I won't, I won't steal from the people. I won't steal a play from the people. We'll go to New Orleans. Yeah, I feel confident about New Orleans getting it done. I'll take New Orleans minus four. And for the dog, give me the Rockets on the money line plus 305. Scott, over you.
1: All right. Uh, so I thought about taking Houston as my dog as well, but I think I'm going to take the points instead because I've seen Houston punt so many games late. Give me Houston plus the nine as my lock. That spread seems way too high. We, we mentioned that Denver might be a bit hungover from watching a blowout college basketball game, so they might not be fully focused on this game. Uh, but also, Jokic, we don't think is going to play, and I'm not going to overreact to them getting up for Golden State. And Golden State can't win a road game anyway. Give me Houston plus the nine as my dog, as my lock, I mean. And for my dog, you know what? I'm going to go to a player prop. I don't like this guy. I've roasted him all year long, but it is a good price. Give me Van Vleet double-double at plus 125. He literally <laughs> had 20 assists last game. It's against the same team, and it's plus 125. 20 assists? Give me half of that, and I still win. So give me the <laughs> uh, double double for Van Vliet, a plus one twenty five. I think that price is absurd.
0: All right, everybody, if you're not already, make sure you subscribe, like, comment, all that stuff on YouTube. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at NBA Gambling Podcast. I mean, Gambling Podcast at SGPN NBA, the NBA Gambling Podcast Twitter SGPN NBA. And make sure you leave a review on Apple and Spotify wherever you listen to your podcast, leave a review, please, please, please. And other than that, we are gonna get out of here because we are over the time. It was a huge slate. Basketball is back. We are going full throttle to the end of the season at the end of this week, and we will be have play-in and playoff stuff for you next week. Other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do, no other way of ending the podcast. I'm just gonna end it like this: hit the like button. See, I couldn't talk all day. It's crazy. Hit the like button. We're out of here.